Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast. I am Otto, and tonight I'm joined with Jared Schneiderman. Hey, guys. K-Wags, Kyle Wagner. Hey, everybody. Nikki Pinecone. What it be, yo? Uh, Alex Schlegel. Oh, so you're not the, the MDMA anymore? On no, no little, no little MK Ultra anymore. Yeah. Oh, little K Ultra. That's right. No. It's, right we, have a, we have a special guest, Kate Fantanel, from all the way in Perth, Australia. Well, she's not in Perth right now, but she's from Perth. So actually the home of, I think that's one of the home like one of my favorite hardcore bands uh miles away. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they're from Perth, I believe. Yes. But they're awesome. But yeah, so um thanks for coming on. Um you so you're right now you're in Philadelphia. Yes. What do you what are you, do, what are you doing around in Philadelphia? What's what are you up to? Well, I'm not sure how much Australian news um you lovely people have been following, but my country closed its international border for 2 years. Um, so we weren't allowed to leave and not very many people were allowed to enter. My state of Western Australia closed our state border for most of that time as well. So I wasn't allowed to leave my state to visit my family who live across the border in South Australia. And at a point in time, we weren't allowed to leave our homes. We had lockdowns as well. So this is my first international trip in two and a half years. And I've come to your beautiful country. This is my fourth visit over here because I love it so much. I'm in Philadelphia at the moment doing all the Freedom and Liberty Trail stuff. So it's actually so good to be here. I'm so happy. And thank you for having me on your show. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Glad well, you escaped talking- the prison colony. Yes. That's how we started, and that's where we are now. It's um, it's quite sad. I actually despair for my country, but we can get into that a little bit later. I don't want to go too heavy too soon. Oh, well, you know. I'll go heavy and say that if you really want to see why America's beautiful, Philadelphia ain't the, ain't the place to be. <laughs> in fact, I'd stay the hell away from any of the major metropolitan centers. Yeah, go find just someone got... who lives in the country. Coming from a guy that's from Cleveland, but anyway, I'm not from Cleveland. I'm from upstate New York, and where I'm from, kicks ass. Unfortunately, New York State politics is what it is. So you posted a picture. You were, you checked out Liberty, the Liberty Bell, and Independence Hall today. Yes, that's what I've been doing today. I was in DC earlier this week, and that is me in the taxes theft dress, storming the Capitol. I bought that dress all the way from Australia in my luggage. I wore it for my campaign launch in Australia because I ran for the Senate. So I thought I'd come here and stir shit up and have some fun while I'm on my vacation. So quick question. Now, maybe this is just me. I feel like Otto should probably be on board, but do you just like hear Elton John singing Philadelphia Freedom, like pumping in your head while you're in Philadelphia? Is it Freedom or is it um, George Michael's Freedom? No, it's Philadelphia Freedom is a great Elton John song. That's Elton John. Philadelphia Freedom. I don't know. We are in the CERN timeline, so who knows? It could be either or. <laughs> yeah, the CERN, CERN definitely could be messing with us right now. We'll never Is George, know. Did George Michael turn out to be the actual lead singer for Queen? I don't think so. I'm okay, not really versed in I'm punk rock. I thought this was a punk rock libertarian podcast. I didn't do yeah. my research on classic rock. <laughs> Look, Elton yeah, John we, was, was we're a bunch gay of and hillbilly way back before it was cool, so... 
That's yeah, Otto, more punk rock than that. Otto and Nikki P have boomer tendencies, so a total but, boomer. Yeah, you're, you're checking out some bands while you're over here, correct? Yeah, so I was just saying before the show, so I've kind of based my holiday on what bands I want to see because bands couldn't come to Australia either, so we oh, were deprived of that for two years. Mm. Um, so I've kind of planned my tour based on who's playing. I'm going up to Boston to see Alexis on Fire this Thursday night and then down to New York to see them again Saturday because I love them so much and they broke up and now they're back together. So oh, wow. I've got to see them while they're still together. I'm also going to Sad Summer Festival in Cincinnati. So I'm very excited to be at a festival again because it's been about three years now. And yeah, just going to have a sad as in sudden adult death syndrome. Fest. <laughs> Or sad. I don't know if that's the acronym. I think it's more like a take on the emos, not dead stuff. <laughs> oh, I promise you, emos dead. Yeah. Hmm. So, so um, Australia and Canada were like, to me, they were like neck and neck for the most tyrannical lockdown um, policies. I don't know which one. Maybe in Europe there were some bad ones too. I don't know. China kind of got up there towards the end there, right? Yeah, China's. China's yeah, I would there China. in the running. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying they got near to the end. They're, they started with welding people in their home. Yeah, yeah I, was exactly. I remember it from the, the get-go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, so do they still have mask mandates in Australia or is this like, did you bring your mask? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Yes. So they're actually talking right now about bringing back mask mandates in my home state, my state where I live, Western Australia. They're also um, the only state that mandated the vaccine for 75% of the workforce. And they also mandated that they had to have three injections, not just two. They're also talking about mandating the fourth injection. Um, so <laughs> it's been quite a rough few years. We also had the vaccine passport, which was um, government mandated. So all private businesses had to check vaccination status and you needed to have three injections to go to the pub or cafe. At one stage, you couldn't even buy liquor or go to the bottle shop without showing your and vaccination um, status, wide. which you, this we're talking about a legal product that in Australia, 18 year olds can buy. They stopped us from accessing that unless we showed our vaccine passport. But interestingly, you could still buy cigarettes. So I'm not quite sure how the, the health advice worked on that one. Um, but at one stage, um, my state, Western Australia, was the only region in the world that, it, that was closed off apart from North Korea. So um, it's been quite a tough few years. And that's why I ran for the Senate to try and wake people up and realize that this is not okay. In Australia, we didn't have to fight for our freedom and liberties like you guys did. Um, it was handed to us on a platter. So we don't appreciate it. And I'm very scared. We're, we're marching towards tyranny and even socialism. Like the leftist vote was up at this election, up to 20%. So Australia is changing in Canada, New Zealand, like these great liberal democracies, they're not like that anymore. So. I'm going to do what I can to educate people, and that's why I'm here as well, to learn more about your history and liberty and, and how I can, can sell that message because people are still asleep and people turn to the government to help them instead of take put personal responsibility. Um, so that's the culture that we now have in Australia, which we never used to have. We used to be, you know, no worries, mate, like everything will be fine, like help a mate out. It's not like that anymore, and it's quite sad to me that that's, the future that is not the future i want for my country 
Okay, yeah. well, there's about 150 years worth of reading. I got a good list for you. And the most important part of it's going to be the last 20 years involving ESG scores, and that's why everything's fucked up. If you can get everybody in your country to read that 150 years worth of stuff, you should be okay. Okay. We've not been successful here in the U.S., obviously. Yeah, that's all it takes. But... Yeah. Well, it, it really flipped my uh, stereotypes about Australia on their head because I always thought of Australia as sort of like, the wild, the outback, um, you know, very independent people, um, just a, a very freedom loving people. I, I just could not believe um, how fearful everyone became down there. Um, the guns, you know, bro. like it's, you know, our, our stereotypes are based on movies like Crocodile Dundee <laughs> yeah. and, um, you know, the Crocodile Hunter. So I figured it's a lot of crocodiles and kangaroos and, uh, you know, kind of the wild, <laughs> wild west of the su- of the southern hemisphere. Kyle's just racist against Australia. I know. Americans are very baby. We're very <laughs> insular. We don't really know what the heck is going insular. on a lot of times outside of our border. And I'm I'm not immune, immune to that. Like, I, I think Australia is cool, but I just was really surprised at how, uh, how strict they were with the lockdowns. I saw police breaking up. Someone was having like an outdoor fitness class in their yard and the police like broke it up and made arrests. And these people are outside getting fresh air and exercising, which is one of the best things you can do to protect yourself against COVID. And they're like breaking it up. It just, uh, I don't know. It was horrible. But did you say you were locked in your house for a period of time? Yeah, so as part of our lockdowns, they restricted us from going outside to only one hour per day. And there were um, incidents of people having picnics, like socially distancing, you know, putting the mask on in between, having a drink of beer, all that crap that we had to do. And police would literally be watching the clock. And if it went over an hour, they would raid a picnic, like an outdoor picnic. Another incident that happened in my state is someone went surfing during the lockdown when we would like the stay at home lockdown. So you weren't allowed to leave at all. He went surfing for his mental health and to get outside and he got arrested. So is the government overreach and handling of the pandemic in my country has just been shocking. There were protest freedom rallies that I attended and I spoke at quite a few. Um, in Victoria, Melbourne, there was um, scenes of police firing, firing rubber bullets at protesters. Um, interestingly, a few weeks later, they had Black Lives Matter protests, but they were fined. It was just the freedom rally protests were you know, meant to be a super spreader event, which it wasn't, but they just didn't agree with the message. So they shut that protest down, but not something like the Black Lives Matter. So yeah, it's been a crazy Easy two and a half years, and it's it's really good to be out of the country and just enjoying a country that values liberty and freedom because Australians just don't. Well, not not everyone here does. Uh, no, that, yeah. uh, don't, don't get your hopes too high because uh, we definitely have a lot of tyrants here as well. Um, I did want to say, like, so the Republican Party historically was the conservative party and the more likely to be authoritarian followers, the more likely to be strict. But through COVID, it was really weird what happened. The Democrats were, you know, definitely more COVID uh, restrictive. And um, so it's actually been coming from the left. And the, the Republicans have actually been the ones to push back more and say, you know, against the mandates and against the masks and against the vaccines. Um, So it's just, you know, it's a very strange flip. Is it like that in Australia? Do your left and right sort of mirror our left and right? 
The left and right in Australia have merged into one. They are both as bad as each other. They were both terrible on their COVID staff. They're economically irresponsible. We're approaching a trillion dollar debt in Australia, which doesn't sound like much compared to your debt, but for us, like, that's that sounds cute. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could pay um, that off in a month. <laughs> so our left and right have merged into one and they were both um, partisan about the vaccine mandates, closing the border, um, the, the handouts, the welfare that's still going on now. They've just brought back um, because if you catch COVID in Australia at the moment, you have to stay home for seven days. Um, so the government is now paying people to stay home for seven days, even if they have mild symptoms and all of that. So, so unfortunately, there's not really any opposition to that in Australia. And like I said, the Green vote or the leftist vote did go up. So there's more voices in Parliament that like the AOCs of the world, they're in Australian parliaments now. Um, libertarianism is growing. It is a growing movement. I had the highest result in 10 years in my state for the Senate, but it wasn't enough to get me over the line. But I just think Australia has to learn the hard way. They're going to have three years of a, a left-leaning government with these socialist influence and well if you're lucky because we'll i mean so, sri lanka couldn't take what what their government did to them i don't know if anybody's been following so, that yeah the pool party man we had that we were spotlighting that last last yeah. episode <laughs> so do you guys have a do you have a libertarian party is that what you're running under or is it some other some other group yeah so there is a libertarian party of australia where we're called the Liberal Democrats because we literally believe in liberal democracies, but it's we're going through a process of changing our name now because it's really confusing because we have the American Democrats and then liberal to you guys means something different. So it's actually yeah. very confusing for voters in Australia. Yeah. It is mandatory voting in Australia, so we, they have, to, we have to vote, um, which we're against, obviously. So, yeah, you have to if you don't vote in Australia, you get fined. What? Um, how much yeah. do you get fined? You get a fine, yes. How how much? It's about two hundred dollars. Jeez. Wow. What the fuck? Well, yeah. that's what is that in American money? About two hundred you know. Might be a little less than two hundred. Can you just go in and like write in Mickey Mouse or whatever? But see, that's the problem. That's how we get these people that don't value their vote. So they don't do their uh, research. They just go in and vote for someone with the greatest sounding name. And then suddenly you're in this situation where these people making decisions that affect your everyday life are in parliament because Australians are so laid back that they don't take, well, not everybody, I'm generalizing, but the average voter doesn't do their research and they're not politically engaged. So that's the problem that we have with our voting system is you have uneducated voters who are making really big decisions and it affects the rest of us so that we have that against us. I'm disappointed you're changing your name. I, I, I'm familiar with the Liberal Democrats and they're actually using the name correctly, uh, the, mm -hmm. the word liberal. And, and I mean, that's, uh, you know, I don't know about Democrat, I am. I, though. Yeah, yeah. It, it's actually it's hard. It's not libertarian. <laughs> it, well, I mean, it's democracy. Uh, I mean, it's democracy. the God that failed, Kyle. I mean, democracy is one of the pillars of uh, Mises' liberalism. So, I mean, I consider myself a liberal Democrat in the technical, yeah. you know, we, we vote for our representatives as opposed to having uh, appointed authoritarians. That, that's a key pillar of the philosophy. Now, if you think if you're if you're a quote unquote libertarian or an anarchist, then you don't uh, subscribe to democracy. But 
um, you know, for a small government person like myself, that's that's a big thing. And it's very important that we have the freedom to vote and to change our leaders, um, you know, when they suck. Well, we actually real awesome have to, for you. <laughs> I just have to say, we actually legally have to change our name because the the equivalent of the Republican Party in Australia is called the Liberal Party. And they actually passed legislation during COVID when they should have been focusing on other things that required us to change our name because they were like, we're here first, you guys have to change your name. So oh, we, have, a- we don't have a choice. Like it's very hard in Australia as a minor party, a small party, um, to get ahead when you've got the two major parties left and right joining together to, to keep voices like mine and and other liberal Democrats out of the system. The system is rigged against us. What are the uh, big potential names, like name changes to the new to the party? Can we? I suggested Lady Liberty's Guns, Drugs, and Nuclear Party. <laughs> so that's what I'm Please. campaigning for. But um, no, I'm not sure. Libertarian Party has been discussed because we we are libertarians. Um, we do have some more conservative. Um, people in our groups and anarchists too, but I'm not sure. I can't give you the scoop. Sorry. Boogaloo party, maybe? 11 inch <laughs> black justice. <laughs> wow. The big luau? What's what's the other major party? I, I'm sorry, I don't even know. The Labour Party. So you got liberal and labor. Yeah, so labor is like um, your Democrats and liberal is like your um, Republican. Well, I'm assuming it's like Europe, though, where it's like Republicans minus guns. Republicans are pro-gun here. Well, Quote, they're not as pro-gun as libertarians, <laughs> but they are they are on paper more pro Only during rights. campaign season, they're pro-gun. Yeah. <laughs> during campaign season, yeah. Well, I actually campaigned on guns in Australia as part of my campaign because I'm a shooter. I'm a pistol shooter. I grew up in a farm, so I've been around guns my whole life, even though it's very hard to get a gun in Australia. Yeah, how does that work? Yeah, we don't have a Second Amendment. We we actually don't have um, many rights at all, um, which is scary to think about, but that's the reality. Um, So in Australia, you have to prove um, why you need a gun. You have to go through a whole training process. You can't, even if you break, so for example, if you get a speeding fine, they can take away your gun. Because oh, wow. So wow. That it's like it's been- a proper person thing that they hold over your heads the whole time. Um, safe storage as well. So the police can come into your home at any time and check what? to make sure that your ammunition is being kept separately from your firearm. We and don't they they to- know from a list, like they know they you're know a gun owner, so they, they can yeah. come and randomly just... Hey, yeah. we're just we're just checking, mate, making sure your gun is separate from your ammo and locked up. Jeez, that's crazy. And speaking of gun lists, so we had a situation similar to what happened in California, where our police minister gave the addresses of registered firearm owners to the media. So they published what? that. Like they published them. the map wow. on the front page of our newspaper, showing where licensed firearm owners live, and. We've had, since that happened, we've had numerous break-ins, numerous mm. thefts and stolen firearms because this government in my state wants to take away our guns. They, yeah. They're they pretty, like, obvious about that. Did something, they, did something prompt that? Was there a shooting or? No. They just. So, just yeah. No. It was just, just part of the have guns. each other, yeah. Well, just yeah. recently, that sounds very familiar, May issue, um, just uh, two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, the Supreme Court ruled because in the state of Maryland, where most of us live, 
um, it was a ruling against New York because New York has the very similar um, to, in order to issue a handgun. It's a may issue state or may issue when it comes to concealed carry. So there were seven other states. So that affects Maryland. But all of these laws sound very similar to the shittiest states in when it comes to gun laws in the United States. And I and the same situation just recently happened in California, California being one of those may issue states where gun owners were doxxed, just like you said, Kate. And it's like, what the fuck? So basically, Australia set up the blueprint for the shittiest states in the United States when it comes to gun laws, from what it sounds like. Well, no, in general, I mean, you ask anyone in New York City, all those blue places, they're pissed we're not Europe. And yeah. where we just keep telling them to fucking move to Europe and go be the place they want to be and stop making our place into a shithole. You know, yeah. they, they don't take right. that. Is there a black marketing guns uh, with them being illegal? Um, well, we had uh, an incident in 1996 called the Port Arthur Massacre where 35 people were shot in Tasmania, which um, was a catalyst for these gun laws that we have now. So we never used to have it this um, restrictive. It used to be... Um, you could go to Kmart and buy a firearm if you're an adult, nice. that kind of thing like you guys have. But after that, they took all that away. And um, ever since then, it's just been erosion of that and it's harder and harder. And they make it, they deter people from getting a firearm in Australia. And like I said, we don't have a right to self-defense at all. We can't even own pepper spray. That's wow. an illegal product. So, so what's uh, violent crime like? What's violent crime like? Assaults and... In my state, it's not too bad, um, but the, if someone came into my home, for example, I have no way to defend myself, and it's the equal force rule. So if someone punches me, I can punch them back, but obviously if, like, a six-foot-tall big guy punches me, yeah. my equal force is not a punch. So that's why I'm very passionate about self-defense, especially for um, young women and the elderly because it's the equalizer. So you grabbed... So if you grabbed like a knife and stabbed an intruder and he was unarmed, you would be in, you would. You I would be, be the one in yeah. trouble, not him. What yet. the fuck? Well, you're yeah. still better than some places over here. So be happy about that. Because in places like New York City, you have a duty to, tr to retreat law. Well, same yeah. in Maryland. Until but... someone comes after you with a gun, you have to run away. You're not allowed to fight back. Yeah, it's the same thing in Maryland. But, you know, you just, you know. Put a little steak knife on him, you know. So at least you're that's, allowed. Yeah, that's what the guy who sold me the gun. The guy who sold me my gun. He was like, "Hey, listen, if you ever shoot like a home invader, get one of your knives from your upstairs kitchen and put it in his hand, and his body, like, and just tell the cops that that's that's the guy who sold me the shotgun." I was like, "That's brilliant. Like, good job." Uh, are you allowed to have a bow, like a compound, a compound bow, or a crossbow, or something like that? Some states you are. Some states it's illegal. Okay. So in my state, it's illegal to go hunting with a bow and arrow. How about large quantities of fertilizer? <laughs> <laughs> What's she said she grew up on farming and shit, man. I'm just asking. You do what you well, got to do. What you got available? They actually put right there, limits. On, um, they put limits on how much firearm, um, how many, much ammo you can possess. So there's ammo restrictions as well. Um, yeah, we are. It's not good in Australia. I, I would love if America could come and help us. Please save us. I'm begging you. <laughs> how are how are three D three D printing? So three like D printing isn't as big as I think it is over here at the moment. Um, there are laws about 
like banning that. In fact, in my state, they've made it illegal to, this is their solution to the problem. Okay. They've banned people from possessing schematic drawings of firearms. So they've basically banned books where you, which has the firearm and which parts you need to replace. So do they come and investigate that too? Do they come to your house? We'll go through like, your bookshelves. Let me see all your well, books. That, yeah, this is what they're talking about now because they're looking at making yeah. things harder for us, and that's one of the their suggestions is to ban schematic drawings of firearms, which would make books, firearm books, literally illegal. Or just like files on your computer, right? I imagine that would be covered yeah. under. Yes. Wow. And it sounds like you still yeah. plan on going back. Let me stay here in refuge. Um, yeah, I've been in DC this week and I've been telling everybody like I would love to come here and live here and learn more about how you guys did things and how you stand up to this kind of government overreach and take that back to Australia because I feel like there's a lot of lessons that we can learn from your beautiful country in terms of liberty and freedom and fighting for that. Um, so I would love to live here, just saying that now, but um, no one has to marry me. I want to get a job and move here myself. <laughs> you, you don't want the U.S. to come rescue Australia. Did you see no. what we did to Iraq? Yeah, yeah. You don't want us to intervene. And you Libya, just, you got to get there yourself. We were there with you, so yeah, true. Yeah, I know. Or we could and be, or we Australians could be like, did, they committed like, some serious war crimes too. I, we could I remember be saving that you like, like Ukraine right now, where we send you a bunch of money to fight somebody you're not going to win against. That hey, it, hey all you need is a few good Nazis, right? Get them in power, and then have them fight against someone the United States is mad at, and then we'll arm the shit out of you. All the Nazis you can you can think of, we'll uh, we'll fill their up to the coffers, completely fill that, weapons like and munitions. Sounds that like a, a bad Jack plan. Nicholson movie, a few good Nazis, <laughs> a few good Nazis. He <laughs> <laughs> okay, totally uh, blew our hopes to maybe have a PRL fundraiser to get you a green card, but guess not. Oh. <laughs> Highest bidder, but eh, well, there goes that fundraiser. <laughs> For your Senate campaign, I think I would have focused on COVID stuff, you know, yes, instead, we of the, did as well. yes. instead of guns, I would have just been all, you know, anti, anti-mandate, anti-mask, yes. and you would have picked up any resistance to that stuff. People would have just flocked to you. Just be like a single issue. Like I, if you, if you run again, well, it's, it's too late now. I guess that ship has kind of sailed, but at the heat of it, that would have been a good campaign to just be like, look, I'm the anti-lockdown, anti-mandate person. Well, no, yeah, she said well, they're bringing them back. Like the masks I did, are I did back. run on COVID alarmism and overreach, and I, I did talk about those issues. But Australians, like I said before, we've never had to fight for our freedoms, and we we turn to the government to save us. So that's the culture that we are fighting against, and. Mm-hmm. There were freedom parties, um, I call them freedom parties, that were running. It wasn't just the Liberal Democrats. There were other groups as well who were campaigning on that COVID overreach. And, like, the vote was up. It was at about uh, 15% of the vote was towards those kind of parties. But people in Australia are genuinely scared still. They bought into the fear porn. They're still buying into the fear porn. They still think the government can keep them safe because we have never had to fight for our freedom. So we don't appreciate it. What's your literacy rate? Literacy rate? I mean, clearly they can't read anything because all of the science says it's all bullshit at this yeah. point. Yeah. Well, so, the media well, here, is the blame as well. The media don't give voices like mine any airplay at all, except for my guns. Well, even Fauci, like here in our country, admitted it's bullshit like last week. 
Yeah. Uh, um, Robert Higgs wrote a book called Crisis and Leviathan, which is about how governments use a crisis to uh, expand. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's and it was like this has been a perfect demonstration of how that works, because this was a crisis and every government in the world was like, all right, time to jump into action. You know, they all took advantage of covid to expand their reach, just like here. And they took advantage of 9-11 to uh, put in the TSA. So we have these like really restrictive travel, um, this travel security. And uh, I was just flying. I was flying this weekend and I, and I was saying, you know, in the 90s, we didn't have TSA. We didn't have all these federal uh, bureaucrats at the airports that you had to go through all this security. It's like once they put it in place, then they just leave it in place forever. They never, they never shrink. And uh, anyway, well, and you, you don't get those liberties back. Like mm-hmm. it's super annoying. Well, what's worse than that is, and I'm sure this you'll un- relate to this being from Australia, is that psychologically, I can never explain to my daughter. like what it felt like in the nineties prior to the Patriot act, prior to all the shit that's come down during COVID. I have no way to explain how that freedom actually felt. Like I, I genuinely feel oppressed over all the crap that's happened in the last 20 years, but how do you articulate that in a way? Because they've grown up under, this is just normal for them. They don't understand just the, the little differences socially and culturally, how, freeing those can be hmm. yeah even this mask stuff i'm i'm looking at the uh impact on children and they've lost two years of schooling because hmm. they were shut down during the pandemic as well and wearing these masks they're saying that they the speech impediments are on the rise and people they're more quiet because of wearing that over your face like it's child cruelty quite frankly you, and you, isn't it real hard to homeschool in australia too Yes, it's really difficult to homeschool. So we, there's so much government overreach that people they don't have any other options. So we are genuinely oppressed. On the positive for me, my kid is homeschooled, so she should be doing way better compared to most of the people in the world at this point. She doesn't have those two years she was held back. So hopefully yeah. that, that, that works well in the job market for her. Mm. But yeah, it is going to create a generation of of it's just going to be different. And even the debt that I was talking about before, the trillion dollar debt that the next generation is going to be saddled with, like that's the kind of thing that keeps me up at night, which might sound a bit sad, but I despair for the future of my country and, and that we are walking into tyranny and socialism. And I'm here screaming and trying to do everything I can to educate people, but it's going to be a long process and we're, we're going to learn the hard way. Well, Maybe it's just the fat guy in me, but it's not the debt that keeps me up. It's the mealworms. <laughs> that you'll eat bugs. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't that guy bugs. wants a steak. Sorry, Klaus. Sorry, Do- Santa Klaus. I am not. Ult- ultimately, I think it, that it, it's. I think it's going to be the uh, the agriculture and the farm stuff. Like I don't think they're they're pushing that on this generation yet. So it, I think we you might see get they're laying the groundwork. Decade. Oh no, they're all trying. Is, yeah, but I do not, I do not see the American people taking that. I yeah, Kate, oh, you no, 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 too no, far. I'm Kate, you said you're a farmer. Like you, you worked on a farm, or did you see like a lot of uh, like uprisings in Australia? Was there like trucker uprisings, farmer uprisings, like yeah. against this World Economic Forum agenda that seems to be happening all across the world? Yeah. So I grew up on a farm. So from um, 
out from the outback and yeah i'm seeing like so the new federal government just brought in a law to ban live export so um some of my family that have sheep and cattle and export it to third world countries you know to feed them because that's the, the right thing to do they're, they're going to lose their businesses because um it's very hard to transport animals to a country that doesn't have refrigeration or freezers on the other end. So this is the kind of thing that people are doing to us at the moment is just bringing in these crazy laws. We didn't have the trucker uprising that Canada did um, or the freezing of the bank accounts, thank God. But it could still happen. There's still time. Like yeah, I said, they're yeah. talking about bringing back mask mandates. I mean, quite frankly, I don't even know if I can get back into the country. They could close the border at any minute. No, um, I'm curious about. Seriously. Yeah. Like, seriously. Do you, yes. Do you have news of like, say what's going on in Sri Lanka and the Netherlands in your country currently? Like how, how is that being shown in your media? Yes, we do, but it's shown as like they're ex the extremists. Mm -hmm. Same with yep. these freedom protests around the world. It was, this is, you know, the far right. And I'm standing at the protests, like there were no far right people there that I saw at all. Um, but it's the media manipulation of the message and, and they are just as much to blame as the government, especially in my country, for what they did. They they scared people and they are still continuing to scare people. Just before yeah, I was okay. looking at the news in Perth and they're saying, oh, infection rates are the highest it's ever been. And it's like, well, who cares about infection rates? It's mortality rates and hospitalization. If I don't get sick, why do I care? Yeah, right. well... <laughs> We need to move on, but the, the government is holding on to that fear and, you know, trotting out the whole, you know, this person died and they were the healthiest person in the world. It's like, Look, me I'm and so fucking tired. I'm so fatigued. I have COVID fatigue. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. They were just from the government. They were right. just psyoping people like every day. And it's uh, it's just so obnoxious. And uh, and even to this day, like pretty much. Well, except for Nikki P all of us are sports fans and it's like, we're just trying to enjoy oh, sports so hard or, and, and just every day, it's just, it seems like this COVID scare tactics are just constantly just, they're constantly psyoping us every day. I am and, holding out hope that it ends all professional but, sports. But. Well, this is the thing. This was pretty, I don't know if Jared, if you want to bring it up, but this was pretty base. You're up in Philadelphia, but one of the Philadelphia Phillies catchers came out against the, um, COVID because he couldn't travel to Canada to play the Toronto Blue Jays because he's not vaxxed. He didn't accept the vaccine into his life. And it's just so sad. I just want to turn on sports, turn my brain off and uh, and listen to sports. And they're shaming this guy because of what mm. he did. And it's disgusting. I'm fucking tired of this. I have COVID fatigue. People say you're, you're letting your team down. Teammates have supported you, though. So, how do you feel about it? I mean, yeah, it's it's a extremely unfortunate situation. Um, obviously, my teammates know how I feel about them and, and um, how bad I want to be out there with them. But um, it's just unfortunate that I'm not able to make the trip. What, what are your reservations with you? I just, I mean, I'm a healthy 31 year old professional athlete um, that I just didn't feel the need to get it. Um, I've had COVID a couple of times and super mild symptoms uh, back when it first came out and when it came time to decide whether 
um, I needed a vaccine or not, uh, talked with a couple of doctors that I knew and told them my story and just really decided I didn't think I needed it. And I, I wasn't going to take it just because I was told to, basically. So. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not listening. You're going to forfeit a good one solid. Yeah, but I mean, what's, what's, what's money when I'm not going to let Canada tell me what I do and don't put in my body for a little bit of money? It's just it's not worth it. Right. That's, that's it right there. Yeah. And they're just like, so they lost, they lost those two games up in Toronto and I'm turning on to sports radio and they're just like, JT Romuto, he let the team down because he didn't get vaxxed. And, and it's just like, shut the fuck up. And they're still talking about it. And it's like, God damn it. I can't even escape the sports. And enjoy Ooh, no, that it's, what, it's funny how, funny. The un, but it's funny how the unvaxxed guy, when he's missing, the team loses. But when the, all the vaccinated people are there, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. you know, they can't. Well, no, it's, it's really. Guys, sorry, I don't know if you guys saw, but we didn't let Novak Djokovic into Australia because yeah, he that's yeah, I saw and that. Now he's yeah. just won Wimbledon. Don't <laughs> Australia look so fucking stupid sometimes? Like I'm actually embarrassed. Well, they're keeping him out of New York now too for the U.S. Open in August. So because um, he's such wow. a biological hazard, he is such a threat. We better not let him in the country. It's just well, no, but the, the thing is, is at this point, it's been fucking shown statistically. The vaccines don't do dick about spread. So it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Vaccinated or but, not, it's not changing anything. But see, that's the problem. Fauci said in this, he gave his little interview. He came out from his and little And he rock. said it doesn't spread. He, 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 doesn't he said he spread. said the first he let off with the interview saying it doesn't stop the spread. But then like five minutes later says, oh, well, we need to get these 60 percent of Americans. We need to get the, you know, them this, their their booster, you know, and uh, get to help. We can help stop spreading, uh, you know, stop the spread. And I'm like, what? Like but you, you said, just like, said I, it doesn't do anything to that. You just said it didn't. But these people are so stupid. They hear the last thing that you say, and that's all that matters. I'm telling you, people crave this authoritarian shit. They I'm, love it. They eat it up, man. I'm Still, loving now, the fact. Like, I'm loving that that dude, like, it, 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 maybe I misinterpreted what he said, but it was part of it was like, look, it sounded like the subtext was, look, I'm not going to let my fucking government tell me what to get. I'm sure as hell not letting Canada's government tell me what the fuck right. to put my mind. Right. He's like, get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. He's like, like fuck you. Like, I'll <laughs> I'll take the fine and miss two games and lose a half a mi- like a quarter million dollars. And because they're trying to shame him, like, oh, you're let your team down and you're going to lose a lot of money. So they were trying to like shame him for vaxxing, shame him for being a bad teammate. And then trying to pull that like class warfare, like you're a million dollar athlete. You're going to give up a quarter million dollars. Cause you don't want to accept the, you don't want to accept the science. Wait, he gets fined a quarter million dollars. No, he yeah, just he he'll lose like, the money on the yeah, game. He lost. He lost. Like, he lost yeah. He lost like two game checks. And I think was, uh, yeah. So it was like, it came out to be like $260,000. So Worth yeah, it for me, it would be worth it. Right. For me if I yeah. Could it. They don't talk about it, but these guys like Novak Djokovic and that guy, these guys are like top, top, top level athletes. They're yeah, very sensitive right. to anything that could potentially have any health risks or give them a heart condition or any kind of side effects. They that's, their, that's their, their body is their oh. livelihood. So they have. We got a good. We got a good, uh, we got a good comment here from Matt. <laughs> I'll show you this one, guys. <laughs> you you unclicked it. Oh, oh no! There, there you go. There you oh, go. There we go. There goes <laughs> <laughs> When is PRL getting the cricket snack sponsorship? Look, so here's the Never. thing about that. 
Unless like, what is cricket snacks? I, I First off, crickets we all eat, the, we all eat the bugs. We First off, I will send you a picture. They're putting crickets and snacks Dude, to no. start grooming people. Crickets oh, are delicious. Just, Hold crickets on, but, for me is one of our national sports. So I was thinking. That's how I took it at first too. But he's talking about Australian rules football is better. I'll be the guy that says crickets are fucking delicious. I love oh. them. Dude, yeah. But you I don't get to, to eat, like, tell shot... me I don't get to eat meat, too. Nick's, <laughs> right. Nick's a Klaus Schwab plant. <laughs> yeah, you never had, like, uh, chocolate-covered crickets no. when you were little? No. 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 They, they, no. It's like chocolate-covered peanuts. That's what they taste like. Yeah, well, well it tastes like good a, for you. Yeah, it tastes good like for a you and your, you know, You will eat Simbogs, but not us. I've done salted, dry-roasted crickets. I've got no problem. The point is you don't get to tell me I don't get to fucking eat steak. That's a little sus, Nick. It's a little sus. I'll sprinkle my crickets on my fucking steak. <laughs> yeah, like, like crickle bay or cricket bay. <laughs> Salt bay that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, oh. our athletes in Australia, they were part of the mandate, the vaccine mandate, so they didn't have a choice. And one player of AFL in my state, he refused to get it and it got like he lost his job. So that. that's how they did it to people. They threatened them with their livelihoods. And then, like, we weren't allowed to travel internally, let alone um, internationally, unless we were vaxxed. Well, I got to this stage for me that because my family is from South Australia, which is across the border, and I hadn't seen them for nearly two years. And my grandmother, who was 96, got really sick. So I got it got to the point where my family was saying to me, um, you, like we want you to come here we need you to come here but there were no exemptions from the mandate so i don't know if it was the same here but the government weren't even acknowledging religious reasons for not getting it or even animal activists who don't like that that it's been tested on animals they were they didn't give exemptions for anything like it was no. so hard to get an exemption from getting this fucking injection my my exemption is called sudden adult death syndrome <laughs> yeah it was it was very luckily um i mean some people were put in some shitty positions but it wasn't nearly as bad as some of these other countries um but mm. but pretty much i think everybody knows someone that or know know that they had to make a compromise that you know they were kind of forced up against the wall in some situation yes. and were forced so to make a decision yeah so yeah. and they backed us into a corner with our jobs even going out in public in my state you couldn't go to pubs you couldn't go to restaurants gyms the bottle shop they like put the kept making the net even tighter on on us to the point where people like mental health is something that i'm actually genuinely scared about for the future because oh, we haven't actually seen we haven't seen the long-term impact of this yet so they have haven't you been on tiktok <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> the right. long-term impact is bad <laughs> Yeah, have you locked onto libs of TikTok lately? <laughs> Jesus. Well, kudos to the holdouts because you know the social pressure was intense. Uh, there was pressure with your job and everything, your family. So the few the few people that haven't gotten it yet, I mean, I I, I give them kudos. I, I I'm amazed because mm -hmm. it's it's really been overwhelming pressure. I mean, my my father was asking me every week, did you get it yet? Did you get it? What, did you get it yet? And then once my job job mandated it, I was like, all right, am I going to quit my job, which is, you know, a good job. Uh, and and unfortunately, I didn't. I was like, I'm going to get it. I, I at the time was uh, really concerned about COVID. And I was like, well, it's definitely not worth losing my job over. And 
So I got it. But I mean, I give credit to the people that have been able to hold out and, um, you know, sorry, sorry, I folded. Uh, did, you, no, did you get the first one? You have to feel like that. See, that's horrible too, that people feel like they betrayed their principles, but that's what they did to us. And I'll never yeah. forgive them and I'll never forget. And I'm going to keep this anger burning in me. And that's why I wanted to educate people about what they actually did to us. And it was never about health. It was about no. control and it's still about control. 100%. All, it's all about control. And then like, and then you get the people that are like in, I think a lot of people like in Kyle's position, like where they're forced to get it, they get it. And then they're like, well, the rules apply to everyone. So like everyone. So if they find out someone who's not vaccinated at their job or position, right, they're like, well, they're not vaccinated. They need to get vaccinated. I had to get it. They have to get it. It's like this shared authoritarianism. Like, so, like it's the same thing with taxes up here. People get mad when you don't pay your taxes, but I'm like, dude, more power to you. <laughs> like they made me get it. I work from home. I work from home. It is bullshit. Oh. Like, who am I going to infect? You know what I mean? It, this yeah. is the most ridiculous. I'm not even in an office. Come on. <laughs> the office was shut down, and then now they've made work from home permanent. So, I, you know, and it's like, why did you mandate this for everybody if I'm working from home? I, I, it's so annoying. But, uh, yeah. BlackRock. Yeah. Everything. BlackRock. That's why. The way our song? Is that different from Biden? Uh, never oh, mind. And I got COVID anyway, by the way. You know, I two, two shots and I still got COVID. And they're like, well, it would have been worse. And it's like, yeah, that's how do we know it would have been worse? It might not have been. Viable. You know, it's not very. You said it was going to give me immunity. I was supposed to be immune from COVID because I was vaccinated and I still got it. So Look, clearly, oh my God, no immunity. Did you guys see that video? Of, I didn't realize. Um, uh, who was it? Um, DM. Yeah, what is that? Um, oh my God, it's driving. Oh my God, hold on, I gotta find this video. Hold on, Doctor Doctor McCullough. No, it was a rap video. Oh my, Run DMC. There we go. Run DMC did a get a vaccine, get your vaccine. Oh yeah, rap. that was like yeah, was that terrible. was like two oh, years no. ago. Or... When was that? Do you read the? Do you guys remember the lyrics to it? No. Uh, no, someone, but let's pull it up. Someone on Facebook just I need just to see this. It. I need to it see this. It is so awful and cringe. And it's all lies. Like, I cannot believe it's not fact-checked because it's straight up full of lies. And it's full of all sorts of, like, woke bullshit and, like, all sorts of, like, this. Uh, is it the most recent? Terrible. Did they do a recent one or is this the old one? This is the old one. This is the old one. I had never oh. seen it. I was told it came out. Oh, like, you never saw it came it, out? I'm, no, I'm surprised we didn't even talk about it on the podcast. Here, hang maybe on. Maybe we did, uh, but I, I got holes in my brain, so I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, here, I'll put it in the chat right now. I was worried uh, about that niece's takeover. Or yeah, this was. Yeah. Attention. yeah, Kate, I can't. So this was, well, DMC from, yeah, or, yeah. Run DMC. Yeah, and right. so he was all paid to take this, uh, to do this video, and it's so, this is the level of propaganda and psyops, you know. And that's so sad. Like, I've totally lost respect for these sellouts. Play this. Turn it up. Turn it up and play this. This is terrible. I got the vaccine. You got the vaccine. They got the vaccine. We got the vaccine. We can get back to normal. Let me inform you. Let's all get the vaccine. It's about community immunity. I'm talking unity for you and me. Unity. Trust me, it's good. Now let's all get the vaccine. There is none higher. I will inspire. Time for us to trust and not debate. The vaccine, believe it's safe to take. 
Just trust it, don't obey it. Look, we gotta put some Tuskegee stuff on so embarrassed. Wow. Yeah, dude. That, that, that was like was a year ago. So that was about a year and a half range. ago. Yeah, I missed that. I wish you hadn't showed me that. That was it's, yes. it's Daryl from Run. How come it doesn't yeah. have that disclaimer at the bottom? Like this contains misinformation. Misinformation, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I was like. Oh my god! And then like he has to tell people like, oh, it's it's affecting black people more than white people. Well, in the newspaper. If you read that newspaper, he's holding up. I'm like, because what? The reason it doesn't have to say that on there is because it's, it's the end goal is good. So yeah. Even if it's not correct, because this outcome is good, By they any means can just ignore it. And justify means, yeah, exactly, dude. It's, so it's pro vaccine. That's that's yeah, yeah. It's they they didn't, they didn't stop anything that was pro vaccine, you know. Dude, but how if, any questioning, any discussion? I mean, uh, Dr. Drew is a guy I listened to, and he was been censored from YouTube multiple times for just bringing up medical concerns, valid medical concerns. By the way, boring ass medical down. concerns. Like his stuff, he was he was bringing up during the the peak of this wasn't even like crazy rebuttals it was just like soft stuff like hey maybe we should wait a couple weeks you know things like that not even like <laughs> yeah. trying to get rid of the whole system in, in its entirety just yeah real like a doctor response <laughs> like a doctor actually like maybe thinking about it for half a second you know well you said the right. you said that you said the dangerous part they're thinking for yourself yeah, that's, we don't need any do debate, that. like the rap video said. No debate. No debate. It's, yeah. it's safe. Just trust. It's safe. <laughs> you know, Jesus. and and meanwhile, these pharmaceutical companies, you know, they sold the, all these doses to the government, right? Mm. They didn't do this for free. They all got paid. Big, 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 big bucks. Eight billion dollars. And we right. signed a waiver. I don't know if you guys signed it too, where we can't sue them. Like well, our yeah. government signed. Well, a we waiver. didn't sign it. The government did. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to sue them in government court. Yeah, I mean, um, the government's going to be like, nah. They hospitals were incentivized not to run run through the VAERS system. Like, they're, they're, yeah, the numbers like the numbers on this are so insane, and we don't like, we don't even have an accurate count on them because most people weren't keeping track. Yeah, and you never will because they don't want this stuff out there. They just want you to keep getting vaccinated keep they got yes. stores of it and now like and like even the so like the radio station i was listening to today i was listening to sports talk it's same, it's the same one alex listens to but his is philly i'm dc and it's owned by the same company and they're cbs it's by, like cbs affiliate it's cbs affiliate which is now odyssey so they they are brought to this they literally say this in the in the promo so like they'll do like like the sports like top of the hour news thing and they'll say brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer and you're like okay whatever and then at the end of the, the read they read like the sports news of the day or whatever they'll say oh it's time to get your vaccine sign up to get you know find your local spot and get your vaccine today if you're qualified for a booster and like it's all brought to you it's just but wait a minute isn't that a vaccine for a non-dominant strain of the virus so it doesn't do anything period we'll eventually get those out well, we gotta get in line but we got to get in line for our monkeypox now. So this is uh, this was a this was this video was taken up in New York City, 
And well, you don't have to, Alex. Only I do. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Gay and bisexual men. Is there is there a good audio on this? Or is it just no? It's, yeah, never mind. So we won't play that. But let me right. pull up. I gotta find it. I'll pull it. Is up it later. bad that I can look at that line? Yeah, that's a, that's a line of gay men, dude. It was it it was two fucking blocks long, or one. Oh yeah, I see auto in there too. So yeah, have so. they already got a vaccine for monkeypox? Yeah, I didn't even know they had a vaccine. They've always had one. I must have yeah. missed that. I'm sure it would be mandated by the time I get back to Australia. They'll give it to me as soon as I get to the airport to let me back in. Well, the thing is, is it's only translated, only only transported by homosexual men is the idea. Oh, well, I yeah. don't identify as a homosexual man, so that means I don't well, have to get it, right? Well, none of us are biologists, so. There's still time. Don't worry. You'll be around American they, liberals all day. You'll, weren't, well, they saying, weren't they saying homosexual and bisexual? Which means yeah, yeah, well, if, they're, if they're bisexual, they, then what about their female partners? Should they, right. not, are they not? You've had too much to think. No, I, I'm pretty sure they do. They just don't think it spreads to women, to be honest. Oh, really? Yay, finally, something that my like my gender doesn't have to worry about. Wait, wait, your gender? Wow. You just triggered me. <laughs> I'm triggered. Like you could, I, I, look, I, I've been assuming you're just a person. I didn't know you were, you're a woman. I, you could be a man. No, <laughs> I, I identify as a woman. I'm, I identify as a proud, non-feminist woman. Because <laughs> if you change your mind on that by the time you get back, you will have to get it. Okay, thank you for letting <laughs> me know. <laughs> Well, I, and it comes like now I think there was a news story came out on the 15th, which was what the Friday saying that New York Times was reporting on women's menstruation abnormalities mm-hmm. from people who got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, like, we've been saying since day one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God, I sent it out to all the people who are like, that's just a crazy conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Like, Really? Well, now you're. Your approved media is, is is agreeing with what I said six months ago. On a long That's enough awesome. timeline, Alex Jones is always right. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, and they were gaslighting us because I have a lot of female friends who experienced um, like issues with that. And they went to the doctor and they're like, oh, no, it's nothing to do with that. No, it's definitely nothing to do with that. It, you must be really stressed. And yes, and like, 30-year-old soccer players dying all over the fucking planet had nothing yeah. to do with it. Either. Yeah, they're ga- they're gaslighting us with all these ridiculous articles and headlines like, oh, gardening, putting your hands in the soil could bring on heart attacks or stress while you're exercising could cause heart attacks. Like, no, 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 wait, t- t- 11-year-olds have been having heart attacks for ages. You just weren't paying attention. Yeah, yeah my Carditis, yeah, that's totally a thing. Like, Dude, when uh, when insurance companies are actually changing their policies, and that's flown under the radar. I think it was Lincoln Financial Group has changed their life insurance policies based on these statistics that are coming out, and so and nothing has changed well, since the mass vaccinations. So just saying. Well, like, wasn't I the one who said it in the beginning though? Like. The, how, how do I know that this is bullshit? One thing and one thing only. Not a single fucking insurance company mandated you get it. Mm. Right. Because if it if it had any effect on outcome of life, they would have mandated you had to. And none of them did. So it certainly wasn't changing their actuary tables. So here's, here's the monkeypox uh, news report out of NYC. It was a local... And yeah, to Kate's question, and that's the thing in this fucking news report, they don't even talk about the vaccine. Like, I didn't even know there was a monkeypox vaccine. They don't even explain what the fuck monkeypox is. 
but you could get in fucking line and go get it. Like it's, yeah, this report, I, I stumbled across it on Twitter the other day. And I, I was just How many deaths have there been globally from monkeypox so far? I, we don't, I don't know. Like we don't know anything about it other than Zero. it seems to pop up a lot at gay brothels and nightclubs and like, I don't know. It's insane. No kink shaming. Okay. No kink shaming. I mean, hey, do whatever you want to do, but it just seems like, I don't know. It just seems like some sexually transmitted disease that we shouldn't be really worried about. But um, Jared, did you pull it up there? It's the last, the last yeah. one I put in there. But yeah, this is a New York City local news report and they're lining up, getting jabbed. There's health clinics popping up. Even after the way they were treated in the 90s by Fauci. Yep. Right. Hey, remember the AIDS epidemic? Remember AZT? Yeah, trust the science, gay men. Like, mm. this is going to work out really well, well. Let's remember that video telling black people to go get vaccinated despite the Tuskegee experiment. You guys hear in the audio? Right. Oh, no, no. Go back, Jared. Yeah, we don't hear it. Hold on. Try this again. Technical difficulty. Stand by. How long is this video? Uh, it's just like a news report. It's like few minutes long. Yeah, but all right, we'll try. But yeah, it's just it's just an health department is making a big push to get vaccines out. That's right. Thousands of appointments are about to open up so far. Scheduling has been frustrating for anyone looking for the shot. Which has more on how rollout is. <clears throat> I'm so frustrated. I can't get Alex my monkeypox vaccine. Alex found it pretty simple to right? log on and get an appointment to get his monkeypox vaccine Thursday at a clinic in Harlem. They're like, we have an appointment at 6.30. It's like, great. That's where I have to work. And I just... Fabulous. But it hasn't been so easy for some New Yorkers who have accused the New York City Health Department of botching the monkeypox vaccine rollout. As monkeypox cases Imagine surge that. in the city, starting this Sunday, the health department has a new strategy to get jabs into arms. To protect people, and we need to get people uh, information and prevention and treatment. The city announcing three new mass vaccines. Well, how do you prevent it? I can't yeah. do this. I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm I don't want to so- live on this planet anymore. <laughs> right. Right. When's but the they don't even here? explain in that whole news report. They never explain, like, how is it contracted? Who's, you know, nothing. Prevention. It's just get in line. They don't even explain get anything. They don't even jab. explain like, hey, we just came up with this vaccine. Has it always been around? What is monkeypox? What are the symptoms? What are who's at risk? Fucking nothing. It's just get the fucking line like a sheep and get get your jab, get your get your pharmaceutical. It's like, what the fuck? Well, and like, people are very quick to embrace it. People are very quick to ask for it. They're like, yeah, yeah. Give me the give me the shot. Give me my fourth or fifth booster and this, or whatever it is. They yeah, want it. Yeah. And, and they're city. It's city funded. This is coming from New York City Health Department. That's tax funded, brought to you by Pfizer and BioNTech mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just fucking gross. Like well, <laughs> that money's being stolen from us. Mm-hmm. And, and they're fucking these fucking assholes are killing us and like peddling poison, fucking legalized drug dealers, fucking disgusting. Like, uh, yeah, so, but I digress. Well, it's crazy. Is it's, it's like the exact opposite of the thing that they do with environmentalism, whereas they never talk about the negatives of, uh, of any of the vaccines. Whereas with like fossil fuels, they never talk of any, but the positives of fossil fuels, like, Oh wait, the entire modern world doesn't exist without them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of not existing without it, it's the After Hours podcast. So you guys cool to stick around for the After Hours? I know, Kyle, you got a, you got a, a hard out. Guilt, 
You got a field I have hockey an ice, game. Ice hockey game. Matt would say field hockey, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I've got an ice hockey game at uh, ten fifteen tonight what? p.m. Game starts at ten fifteen. So, uh, yep, I'll be playing hockey. Nice man. Oh well, good luck, well, that's man. Awesome. Well, Thank thanks you. for thanks for sticking on. Thanks for coming on. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, Kate, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media and anywhere else? I can stick around if you still want me to. Yes, oh, yeah. Are you kicking me out? Am well, I this is a, this is so we're gonna end we're gonna end the live stream now, and then we're gonna Ooh. do the private after hours for yeah, this podcast is for the peasants. Yeah, <laughs> this is for the takers. We call them the takers. Yeah. Well, Otto's yeah, a, a giver. You can find me on Twitter. Um, you can just search my name, Kate Fantanelle, or Lady Liberty W A U S, like Western Oz. Um, I'm on Facebook, Kate Fantanelle Lady Liberty. I have a strong meme game. I use nice. memes quite effectively in my campaign, and some of them, like you might not get because they're like um, state or federal government issues in Australia, but it's worth checking me out on Facebook. And I'm on Instagram, just Kate Fantanelle. So. Yeah, thank you for having me on your show and I'll keep up the fight for libertarianism in Australia and Hell I'll yeah. continue to be a proud punk rocker. So thank you. Hell yeah, right. we'll talk so we'll get into that, it more yeah. in the after hours. Yeah, we we'll gotta talk, talk about Milo goes. I, know, to I was waiting for you to ask what my favorite band was. Yeah, you well, know what? Tell us, tell the people before we head out. What's your favorite Blink band? Blink one eighty two. Really? Oh, so like a pop band, I get it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, we'll have to you, talk about that in the after hours. Like, even with Charlotte's the, clearly the best punk rock band. There even is, with so. all of the cool bands Australia exports, that's where you go. Like, why not the Living End or fucking right, 12 I love the Living End. They're sick, too. We might actually talk music in the after hours. Yes, no, because we're gonna have to because there's some whole bunch of stuff we didn't get to. Um, you know, all, which, all culture second half. I also, well, I also have a property rights unleash the police type of deal that's been uh, going on in my local town. I want to talk about, get your guys' opinion about. But if you want to hear that podcast, you guys got to sign up for our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. You get access to the whole backlog of catalog of shows. Um, you'll get to hear the After Hours podcast, which we're going to record right after this one. And um, we have separate tiers and stuff like that. Sign up $10 a month. Or I think it's still $10 a month for a free t-shirt. You know, please, any little bit helps us keep the light on in our anarchy collective basements, the proverbial anarchy basement. And um, if you guys don't like using Patreon, you guys go to prlfans.com and find other ways to donate to the show, like Bitcoin and our PayPal links. Also, we have T-shirts for sale over at libertariancountry.com. If you use the code PRL or PRL podcast, you can get a 10% discount. If you spend $50 or more and use the code PRL2, you'll get a 20% discount. Um, so until next time, live free or die. State is a good break with the blood that is shed. Drenching the flags and the tax bombs in red. Poisons by a few at the expense of the many. Soldiers and gods in a death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can't put freedom and death point in a fine land. Stop what the truth, then bring them home.